Welcome to Anime Out of Context, a comedy review show hosted by a basement dweller who grew up scrounging terrible fan subs on sketchy websites prior to the convenience of modern streaming, alongside a willfully ignorant soul whose only knowledge of anime comes from the shows forced upon him here. This show will contain spoilers, incorrect information, and copious amounts of adult language. Our hosts are not experts on any topic, and everything they say should be taken with a grain of salt. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And I've recently been banned from three out of the four egg fests in Florida. I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. Remington, can we go the rest of the episode without mentioning egg fest, you think? <laughs> hey, Yooks, Yooks, I'm going to egg fest, Yooks. Well, you just proved me wrong. Fantastic. Wonderful. You know, I just, I couldn't help but shove two bits that um, I find funny and very few other people <laughs> do. <laughs> Just smush them together. Joey Wheeler's favorite event is, of course, Eggfest. If you are wildly confused, if you're looking at the title of this week's episode uh, and you're a new listener and you're like, when do they talk about it? In a moment, I promise. Uh, or if you're a frequent listener and you're like, when did Eggfest become a thing? Uh, go go check out our given episode. Yep. Um, it'll somewhat explain it. <laughs> <laughs> Am I going hey, to keep trying to make it happen? I'm the LGBTQ community again. Hey! I do not... The episode isn't up yet. We haven't gotten feedback, but I don't think so. No. I don't think it's offensive. I don't... Uh, I, I hope it's not offensive. That's what I... Just find our ignorance I will, charming. Find I will our keep, ignorance I will charming. keep trying to make Eggfest happen. Oh, Jesus so, Christ. Well, will it ever be funny? No. Does that make it funny in of itself? No. Fuck. <laughs> Transcendently, no. Uh, <laughs> but, Remington, the main reason... The main reason I... Uh, was hoping Eggfest wouldn't come up was because uh, I felt that in the sake of fairness, we should continue doing episodes about Pride Month. <laughs> Eggfest! <laughs> <laughs> and I was hoping, I was hoping deep, deep in my loins that it wouldn't come to that. But unfortunately, when your opening line is about the one thing I didn't want us to talk about, uh, it's, it's a bit, it's fallen a bit on deaf ears, it seems. God, how, how, how does he do it? How, how, how does he always have such great comedic timing with everything he does? I don't know. It's just, it's just a great talent. I was also, I, 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 I was much further away from the microphone for that sentence, it, uh, and it felt uncomfortable. Well, I mean, I know how much you like having it right in your face, Rem, but, uh, that is irrelevant to the podcast as nobody can see what you're doing. Uh, thank God. We, we should probably talk about anime. I mean, last, our given episode was a bit of a mess. Yes. Uh, at least part one was. Yes. Um, and right now, uh, we're repeating a theme. <laughs> Which is what I was trying to avoid. So instead, I'm going to just jump straight into the anime this time around. Uh, because, Remington, today we're going to, uh, last week we covered a shonen eye anime. So I figured, only fair, let's cover a shoujo eye anime. Hell yeah. <sighs> Come on, Rem, you can do it. Use your context clues. What are shonen eye and shoujo eye? Um. Uh, well, my assumption is that <laughs> I just said it that one out. It was real I, bad. I think oh, I think God. I just had an aneurysm out of pure stupidity, <laughs> Remington. My Christ. 
<laughs> so to answer your clear ignorance, Remington, shonen, which is boy, and I is love. So therefore, boy love, BL, shonen, I. Therefore, shoujo, I is... <laughs> I love. I I told Dylan to cut it out, but then then like, he just came back I, in. He just came back <laughs> in with it. He just came back in with it. I, like I I get the joke, right? I do. I just I just don't know if it's appropriate. <laughs> I, I'm I'm sorry. One sec. Uh, hey Dylan, Dylan, could you could you could you cut that out? All right, Sean, ask me again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Rem. Uh, so if Shonen I is boys' love, then Shoujo I must be. <laughs> Oh, uh, Dylan, could you add uh, a laugh track? Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for, for the lovely ovation. Thank you all. Uh, <laughs> People are going to start thinking that we're not allies, and this is problematic. I, I don't think that I'm being problematic right now. I, Rem, you have to realize we're both straight white men. Everything we say could be misconstrued as problematic. It's why we have to be careful. <laughs> I, I can, okay, Lilith, and let me acknowledge that from, uh, that I've heard from, um, uh, most are, aren't too into it. It's, some are, but it's mostly a porn thing, so, uh. Okay, I think, I think that covers us. I think that covers us. Okay. Uh, but I think also the laugh track really, uh. Really sells it, yeah. Re really sells it. Yeah. Okay, well, jumping back into the anime, Rem, before this gets too controversial already. Oh yeah, that's what this is about. Yeah, this is about anime. <laughs> <laughs> Like, the second you start uh, mentioning is where I'm going to really draw the line. See, now you're leaving me silent. God damn you, Remington. God damn you to hell. What I love, what I love is, like, I, oh, to, to explain things too much, um, Sean and I generally have, like, a, a good grasp of, like, what the other is going to do, right? We, we have a good grasp of, like, what the other one is trying to pull. Yes. And so uh, what, what I just did was set him up perfectly for me breaking the silence, uh, but then I just didn't. Yep. Nope. And it was... Nope. And instead which, you made me look weirdly, like more of an asshole, which is not what you're supposed yeah, to do in <laughs> You're supposed to make the other person look better than you, damn you. Which apparently we failed at for three years. So without further ado, fucking, like, nearly eight minutes into the episode, Remington... The anime we're going to be talking about today is one called Yagate Kimi Ninaru, or simply Bloom Into You. All right, yeah, cool. This is how it's going to be, huh? <laughs> usually, uh, it's, usually I'd be it's like... It's one of those days, I, I'd get all a, right? I'd get a Both of us are incredibly punchy. Uh, for a little <laughs> peek behind the kimono, as we part, uh, part things a little bit, both of us uh, just got done with... A lot of recording and a lot of real life stuff, so we're feeling a little bit punchy. Uh, I'm having a great time. Here. I'm glad you are, Rem, because and I think that our our audience who uh, belong in the LGBTQ plus uh, that that they're having a great time too. I hope uh, so. I, I so, oh I so hope so. Uh, they know everything I say is out of of love and endearment. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I I I am not uh, afraid because I I. I love them, and I know they love me. <laughs> Do they? Do they? They adore me, Sean. <laughs> uh, like, there's the Billy on the Street bit. Like, do gay people know John Oliver or whatever? Uh huh. Um. Uh. And and you know who who knows for for that? But 
uh, now's when I tell you I am big in in the community. Uh, um, lesbians not, love not Remington. That it's our new campaign. Le le <laughs> lesbians love Remington. Um, which you know uh, I I embrace it. I I support it. I embrace it. Uh, I I love them. They love me. Um, and and there's there's a great there's a great sense of camaraderie amongst us all. Yeah. Um, uh, what what's happening? It's, it's, I'm sorry. Is this is this this is hey, a, Dylan, this is a podcast about anime, Rem. This is where we talk <laughs> about anime shows and we have a discussion and we uh, critique we them don't. usually. Uh, at this point, I'm wondering if we should even you know keep going. I I, I think genuinely th this might be the first episode we just have to like dump. It is very possible. We'll, we'll leave it up to our editor though. Yeah, uh, Dylan. Uh, do we have to re-record this whole bit? Let us know. If not, uh, I'm just gonna jump into the synopsis, and you can uh, go Joe, go in from there. So yeah, you should probably uh, put a rush on that, Sean. Uh, we've, yeah. we've been here for a hot minute. And, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I wonder whose fault that is. But at any rate, okay. So the anime we're talking about today, Remington, is called Bloom Into You, and it is a lovely little show about a uh, blossoming relationship and coming to know who you are as a person, as well as uh, you know, learning about yourself. You know the. Uh, exploration of love and romance in a, at a young age. Uh, so our our story is about our main character, uh, Yu, uh, Yu Koito. Uh, she has always loved, like, loved, loved romantic shoujo manga, and let's be honest, who doesn't? As well as, you know, the, uh, like, the lyrics of love songs, romantic poetry. She just loves the romance genre as a whole. Sure. And her whole, like, young life, she's been like, oh, I can't wait till it happens to me, which is a little painfully relatable <laughs> to a lot of people. Uh, she's just hoping and hoping that the, uh, uh, as uh, she puts it, the wings of love to sprout and send her heart a flutter. Uh, it's a very fluffy show, if you couldn't tell based on the hey, language. Uh, yeah, something gave it away. Yeah, just a little bit. Uh, and uh, one day, uh, she, she gets just that. Uh, one of her classmates declares uh, his love for her. And... When it happens, to her shock and surprise, uh, it doesn't do anything for her. Like, at all. Like, she was expecting a big, grandiose moment of romantic flutter. You know, the shoujo manga moment where there are flowers surrounding her and hearts in the eyes and just, oh, this is where my romance story begins. But when it finally happens, she's just kind of, ah, I see, about the whole thing. I, I will say, I, I think that... That, that's definitely, like, a, a, a universal, like, love experience. I feel like a lot of young people, uh, you, you see all these depictions of love, and then you, you feel it a handful of times, and, and often, like, it'll it'll hit you hard. Uh, but sometimes it, it'll just be much more mundane than you think. And just, like, trying to figure out your own feelings and, like, the nature of love and relationships, that's real complicated, because it's just not how it works in media yep and that's kind of where our story begins with her trying to figure out hey wait a minute uh why is that this that way i think i understand romance but apparently i don't know how to feel the romance which is kind of disturbing when you uh base a lot of the media you consume and a lot of like your personal views and values on a subject that you don't actually fully understand uh and you know she's just having a rough go of it and then she uh, meets the uh, lovely student council president, uh, Toko Nanami. And uh, she's in the middle of rejecting a confession as well. Because she still hasn't given an answer to the boy because she doesn't know how to respond, quite frankly. So uh, throughout this whole process of trying to figure out uh, 
how do I do this? Uh, she comes across a strikingly beautiful young girl uh, in the same situation. Uh, and like properly and maturely uh, turning down a confession to the person's face right then and there. Yeah. So, of course, uh, enamored by uh, the uh, the maturity and the ease at which she did it, uh, she approaches and asks for help. And thus the, uh, the uh, story of their relationship uh, unfolds. Heck yeah. So I feel like that was a very competent synopsis, personally. I, I do. I feel... I feel more prepared than ever between your synopsis and our great insight beforehand. I feel well prepared. <laughs> God, Remington, Dylan's going to have such a chop suey time with this part, but that's okay because he's a lovely editor and he can make magic happen. And or he will decide to keep it all in because he thinks we nailed it. Yeah. Um, if it, In case we all fucked up, in case Dylan kept it in and we did not, in fact, nail it, um, fuck. Yeah, well, well, we'll just have to, we'll have to salvage ourselves in the second half of the anime. Uh, because Remington, uh, I think without further ado, do you have any questions before going into it? I better not. No, you shouldn't. I, I felt it coming. I felt it coming, Rem. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> I almost, but when is Eggfest? So without further ado, folks, let's go jump into some Bloom Into You. Previously... I look great in tight leather outfits. I mean, call me traditionalist, but a good chocolate chip cookie is better than sex. Up next. I'm, I'm going to have a brief moment of, like, vulnerability on the podcast. I got emotionally called out a little bit. Now, back to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after consuming five whole episodes of Yagate Kimi Ninaru, or Bloom Into You. And hopefully, the second half of this podcast is going to be much more tolerable than the first. If we can even call the first half a half, because I think Dylan might have done a lot of chop suey on it. Uh, yeah, well, let, let's just say that whatever you as the listeners got as the part one... Uh, somehow, like, don't get me wrong, it's still gonna be a dumpster fire, uh, I'm sure, sure you would agree, uh, but it, it is way better than whatever it was because of the editing power of Dylan, and, you know, um, I can't help but feel, uh, a little bit, a little bit guilty, uh, about part one, Sean. You think, really? Hmm. It's almost like it was about 80% your fault. <laughs> <laughs> You know, who, who I, I'm not going to point any fingers. Who, who can say whose fault it was or not? Um, but I will say <laughs> that after, and now after seeing the show, I, I can't help but feel that uh, that we have done it a, a bit of a disservice with that part one of the podcast. Really, Remington? I wonder, <laughs> I wonder if that could be true because it's not like this is one of our most requested shows of this genre. And the shit show of a part one we put them through probably turned them off of our podcast forever. So if you're still if you're still listening, uh, first thanks. Uh, we <laughs> please find you're, you're our, a trooper. Please find our ignorance charming. I have to say it on a regular basis these days, but if you don't, you're gonna have a bad time. Um, but. I'm, I'm gonna once again I'm gonna, I'm gonna be upfront because I, I I would encourage people if you are at all interested in watching this watch it before you listen to the rest of the episode because bloom into you 
is one of the most emotionally nuanced shows we have ever covered at all. That that is pretty high praise, Rem. Yeah. Yeah. And then there there are there are bits that like resonated with me in particular, but we'll get to those. Oh. <laughs> um, I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> there's I, I episode three, I, I get called the fuck out a little bit, mm, and that was mm, fun. Mm, 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 mm. Um, but <laughs> but you know, so I I would definitely recommend that that people check it out. Um, it is much more than your than the shojo you would expect, which is interesting because I also I suspect I I noticed that every episode had two different titles. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. It was like cut in half. It was given, which seems to indicate to me that that this came from possibly uh, s- s- like short form manga or something like that. Uh, it is. It is. It is a manga original source. Uh, and some of the chapters can be a bit on the short side, but oh, it's pretty standard. Uh, OK. OK. Pretty standard. Fair uh, enough. Good. Good little manga affair. Uh, yeah. So uh, we, we start with episode one and we start with. Uh, oh man, I I don't know what what name to call our main characters, mm-hmm. uh, because they use both their first and last name a lot, mm-hmm. and that's like fine because it it works within the settings. Uh, but it's more difficult for me to decide on one. Let's um, uh, let's go with you and Toko. How about that? Uh, yeah, those are the easier ones. Yeah, because you'll uh, be able so... to pronounce them properly. <laughs> yeah. So with you. Um, we, we open that she's yearning for a shoujo romance, right? Um, Aren't we all? And, and interestingly, the, how the show begins is the show sort of pulls a very subtle bait and switch with how it views romance. Because wh- with this kind of opening, you're, you're, or at least I assumed that this was like a thesis statement for how Bloom Into You views romance. Romance is something that that swipes you off your feet, uh, that is just undeniable. It's that shoujo kind of feeling, right? Which which I think, personally, is a, a naive, a bit juvenile. It's not how it actually works, um, uh, which can cause some difficulties for many people. Uh, and for a while, I was like, does the show actually believe that? And I don't think it actually does. It presents that as sort of the emotional thesis statement, and then it sort of tears it apart as things go on. Wow, it's, a, uh, it's almost like romance doesn't work like shoujo manga. Yeah, and, but it but it doesn't open with that. It doesn't open with being like, oh yeah, the 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 ideals, the the unreachable ideals of shoujo of romance novels, um, very very reminiscent of the the great literary classic Madame Bovary, which is very worthwhile, but also the most boring book I've ever read. And <laughs> Don't worry, I feel the same way about something like uh, uh, Lord of the Flies, you know? It's got importance, <laughs> but my God, does it suck. <laughs> uh, but, but like, it could have opened as if, like, oh, those are unreachable, but instead it's just like, hey, wow, shoujo love. That's, that's what we're all striving for, huh? And it never outright says no to that. It's, it, it opens with, wow, wouldn't that be great? And then it just shows us that that's just not how things work. And it's up to us to sort of come to the realization, not just for ourselves, but like in the emotional reality of the show, uh, which was uh, a fascinating little journey. Uh, but as, as we uh, continue with you, um, there's a bit of chat about like what club to join. And eventually you ends up 
joining uh, sort of the student council as a, a low-ranking, just, like, busy worker, right? Mm-hmm. A campaign uh, manager of sorts. Uh, well, not yet. Well, not yet, but, but yeah. Right now, just a, f- a flyer poster, uh, basically. Um, and on her way to the council, that's when, as we mentioned in part one, she sees uh, th- this guy get rejected by this girl, uh, and the girl is uh, Toko? Tuko? Toko? Toko. Toko. Um, sees Toko reject a guy, and you is like, oh my god, that's incredible, because uh, she struggled to, like, a guy asked her out in middle school, and she still hasn't given an answer. Uh, <laughs> and so, uh, turns out Toko is also on the council, so they walk there, which is just like a shack in the woods. <laughs> that's where uh, I like to put my seat of government. Why does every Japanese high school have a weird-ass shack? <laughs> like, <laughs> every single one that we cover, it's like, all right, so uh, now now we're going to go to the, the dilapidated shack, uh, either in the woods or just out of, of school borders, you know? Uh, why? What the fuck? <laughs> Look, I don't get it. You know, different countries have different cultures, Remington. And you got to respect the choices that uh, people make, you know? It, it's not like here in America where we can just afford to have extra spaces. No, no, no. We just got to, you know, sometimes sometimes a school needs a dilapidated shack for its uh, main characters to go to. You know, you can't have everything <laughs> set in the main building of a school. Otherwise, it's not as interesting, Rem. Yeah, now, now I understand why... Uh... For the first few months of the podcast, we just had to record in a dilapidated shack. I was like, why don't, why don't we just go in, in your house and record? And you were like, no, no, you'll understand a few years from now. And now I finally do. Yeah, no, because uh, I, I wanted us to have that nice protagonist <laughs> after school club status. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, the fact that we were both adults when we started the show kind of made that difficult. So, you know, I, I had to improvise. <laughs> and so what if a garden shed isn't the best recording environment? <laughs> I feel like the, the very high risk of... Uh, getting tetanus on the rusty garden tools really added to the comedy. It, it added to the tension, you know? Yeah. Uh, but but one thing I do appreciate, I, I expected Toko, since she's, like, so able to reject absolutely everybody, that she might be a little bit more, like, cold or a little bit more of that boss bitch archetype. No, she's just, like, real positive and pleasant uh, at almost all times. Uh, she, she's just also emotionally mature enough to reject people, honestly, uh, which is so nice. This is one of the only anime romances where the vast majority of the characters are pretty emotionally mature and not perfect at all. But it's like, yeah, okay, I understand. Like, you're still in high school, so you're not perfect, but all of you guys are trying, and and that just feels so much more authentic and interesting. You're really regretting there, the first part of this podcast, aren't you? <laughs> oh, man. It, it is so... It is very unfortunate. Uh, you know, folks, I, I don't know what I'm getting myself into in the part ones. Uh, so sometimes y- you have this sort of disparity where in part one, oh, so wacky. Look at all the zaniness. And then part two, it's like, wow, how emotionally raw and honest. And... I can't say that it won't happen in the future. It almost certainly will. It's just how it goes sometimes, y'all. I'm just hoping it's not going to be, you know, three episodes in a row. That's what I'm hoping for. (laughs) You know, I tried to make these special. I really did. But I'm just hoping that once we get back into the swing of things, you know, it's not. You know, something something tells me that that next week's episode, it it will be uh, zany, but more acceptably zany. So 
Uh, I, I got a hunch. I got an idea. <laughs> uh, th th this, this is when we spoil. Uh, we've already recorded next week's episode. We're doing it out of order. Everything's yeah. fucked. Um. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, uh, but I, but I like the emotional maturity. So they go to the council. They, they chat. They, uh, you and Toko, they stay afterwards a little bit they, they've gone to the council a few times like uh there, there's a few just like time skips where it's just like a few days pass etc uh which is nice it keeps the pacing up yeah and um, sometimes and not a lot happens when you're at school like yeah it, it feels right because it's not like every day something crazy is happening it's just like yeah so this is sort of the schedule for this little while all right cool um while at the same time it's not like it's just exclusively jumping from event to event. The pacing feels very authentic once again, and I'm going to keep using that word because it's such a proper word for this show. And your vocabulary uh, and, only and, has so many, after all. I, it's, I have, like, ten words in my vocabulary, so be lucky for what you get. Yeah, he has to have a thesaurus at I can speak English. I am an audio podcasting professional. God damn it. He always keeps a thesaurus on hand when we record, just so that he can broaden the scope a little bit. So, amazingly, after one of these, you finally asks for help on how to reject people. She gets a call from the guy, and and she rejects him. And the guy takes it in stride. He's like, well, thanks for letting me know. And then they're sort of chatting uh and and holding hands for a moment and then amazingly in episode one uh toko pronounces her love for you which was unexpected i left that out in the um, part one for a reason <laughs> yeah like i you you assume it's going to be first of all you you I, I and i assume most other people assume that you is going to be the one who falls for toko because Toko is presented as as almost like this ideal girl, right? And Toko and and you is searching for uh, an ideal shoujo relationship. So uh, I I believe that most people will assume that you is going to be the one to fall for Toko. So the fact that Toko suddenly falls f for you and it's it's like in episode one so quickly, um, it's it's a little bit of a surprise. Um, and, and you initially just sort of like, is like, oh, maybe she didn't mean it that way. You know, the, the just gals being pals, <laughs> uh, which, which from, from what I've heard from my, my female friends who are bisexual or lesbian, um, that, that is, that is a common confusion of like, oh man, but like, does she like me like that? I mean, we've made out, but like, does she? Uh, and, and apparently that's just like very common. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then, and then there's a little just like post-episode epilogue dealio where uh, you becomes the campaign manager for Toko's uh, school president campaign. Uh, so yeah, quite a lot in that first episode. Quite a bit. Uh, episode two, we open up with uh, a chat, with a chat with you and her her two friends, who I will call tall friend and short friend. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, the tall friend and short friend haven't been super relevant to like the main plot, but they've still added quite a bit to the atmosphere, the relationship dynamics, uh, and they feel like characters in and of themselves, which is neat. Which, yeah, and um, yet you still did not give them the justification of memorizing their names. They're not important enough for me to know their names, but I appreciate them being here, Sean. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, uh, also, I think you're talking about uh, Koyomi and Sayaka. Yeah, uh, is it Sayaka? I, I could be off, honestly. I, I thought Sayaka was the one we're, that we then get introduced to, who is Toko's 
like best friend. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Sorry. Who, see, now I'm mixing them yeah, up. God yeah. damn see? it. See? See? <laughs> Get fucked, loser. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay uh, if I'm ignorant. You're supposed to know. Well, you know. Uh, but yeah, Sayaka is Toko's best friend who is definitely crushing on Toko uh, and is a little bit jealous. Uh, and they could have, like, played up the jealousy for drama, but once again, they just played up for, like, relational and emotional depth, where Saika is, like, expresses her jealousy about how close Toko and you have been getting, uh, and Toko is like, I, I get it, but, like, we're still close, and, and, like, we trust each other, we're solid, you and me, and Saika's like, yeah, alright, you, you are correct. Uh, and I appreciate that. Like, once again, emotional maturity, even in the face of difficulties. And it makes all the characters so much more likable when they're not all absolute emotional dipshits. Like, I, I enjoy all of them, because all of them are reasonable people. Isn't that why you uh, fell in love with me, Remington? Uh, sure. Yeah. You're doing wonders for uh, my self-confidence, Remington. I'm just here to tell you. <laughs> Really soaring so, through the clouds. I'm on cloud nine right now. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, at one point in this episode, you and uh, Toko, they're, they're walking home. Uh, talk, and th they talk about like the conversation being like, hey, so um, you you saying that you're in love with me, like, but like as gal pals though? And they, they have a, a moment at the train tracks. Toko stops, pulls you in for a kiss and is like, uh, no, not gals. No, not gal pals. <laughs> that's a, like that. That's a really good way to uh, confirm that, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and so you, you get a, a kiss where both of them are like, well, shit, that just happened. Uh, and once again, a few days later, they're like, hey, so, like, should we talk about that? Yeah, let's talk about that. Which, once again, they could have done the bullshit trope of just letting it awkwardly be there in the background. But no, the characters are like, hey, this it's been on my mind lately. Uh, and, and very interestingly, you is like, I don't feel the same way about you. And I want, I like, I didn't hate the kiss, but I didn't really feel anything during the kiss either. Um, and, and that, and if, once again, very, very fascinating. They have a moment like with, uh, an interview where they end up holding hands a little bit, uh, which flusters Toko. Um, and, and they chat and it's like, and when they chat, you is getting ready to sort of reject Togo, but then Togo's like, hey, I, I get it. You're not in love with me. Um, and I'm totally okay with that. As long as you're okay, that I have feelings for you and we can just continue as we are. Uh, and that's such an interesting dynamic. Uh, <laughs> and like, it's one that I like in you's position that I am a little bit too familiar with of, of like, I appreciate that you are super into me you're amazing. Um, I don't know if I feel the same way about you and certainly not to that level. Uh, like I've been in you's position too many times and I, I don't know if I've ever seen it represented, uh, pr properly. It's very weird. Very weird. Uh, so should I, should I uh, help you out? Should I talk to your girlfriend? Uh, do we, do we need to have a conversation? <laughs> oh, <God>. I... <laughs> oh, no. I, uh, I am not talking about my current girlfriend by any means. If she's listening to this, she is fantastic. Uh, I love and appreciate her. Uh... <laughs> I mean, we can, we can talk. Talking. I mean, it, it's, it's fine. Like, <laughs> oh, like you said, the show, like being mature and talking about these things is important. Remington. Oh God. <laughs> uh, I, I, but I, I have had, uh, other, other relationships slash potential relationships that, uh, 
we're, we're much more in, in this type of mold, which is interesting because although in this regard, I am super like you, um, as, as we get to episode three, um, it's very much, I am Toko and episode three, I labeled as the one that I get called to the fuck out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, Ravik, give us the, the details. Give us the nitty gritty details. Cause I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, essentially, like this episode, there, there's some st stuff with with tall and short uh, that's pleasant, but once again, not super relevant. Um, then uh, Toko shows up, gives a souvenir from a trip to you. Everything's pleasant. Uh, but then the, the, the real, all that stuff is nice. That's about half the episode that I'm just glossing over a bit. It's real nice, doesn't push things forward too much, but it does add to things. Uh, but the relevant moment is they're, uh, they're, Preparing to give their speeches for uh, becoming uh, student council president, right? And campaign manager and the uh, the president to be both give speeches. So there's a handful of candidates there. They're preparing. Uh, you sees that Toko is a little bit nervous, though, playing it off as if they're not. And he's like, hey, let's go outside. Uh, and then he's like, yeah, I, I didn't do this for me. I did this for you. Uh, and then they have uh, a conversation uh, that uh, essentially... Uh, Toko talks about how they didn't like how they used to be, and so they just worked on being slash appearing as sort of like the ideal person, right? Um, and, and everyone treats them as if they are special, and they like that, but there's a, a, an incongruity of everyone, like, feeling like you're special, and then you got, like, good old imposter syndrome, basically. It's like, uh, I might just let all these people down, blah, blah, blah. Um, and, and then like the, the speeches are given and while you is giving this lovely speech all about how amazing Toko is, uh, she's also like, yo, but Toko isn't as special or like perfect as they seem to be to so many people. Uh, and, and in the future we'll see that Toko is like a little bit even awkward at times. <laughs> um, and the awkwardness comes out <laughs> and, oh man, I just... I resonated a little bit too much with Toko in episode three. Oh God, um, it was it was a hell of an episode for me, Sean. It, it almost kind of mirrors the way that this whole episode has gone. Yeah, yeah, it's hooey. <laughs> <laughs> just a little backwards, you know. Just yeah, just you know, just uh, view me. With the silly episode one, or uh, part one of the episode, rather. View, view me view me like that. That's easier. That's simpler. Um, <laughs> He's just the but, goofy, cynical oh, guy. Definitely not the guy with uh, complex emotions <laughs> that uh, were uh, directly attacked with a natural 20 <laughs> critical hit to the heart. Like, oh my god. And, and oh man, okay. I guess I, this is going to be weird. I'm, I'm going to have a brief moment of like vulnerability on the podcast, whoa, which whoa, normally whoa. I shy, I know, I know. Normally I shy away from it because I think uh, sort of like, who gives a shit? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I give a shit, Remington. Just, you're, think of this as your free therapy session. Just just talk straight to me. I'll put on a mustache. Uh, we'll, get a, we'll get a cigar. It, it's just a cigar, but it will be a cigar. And we can just hash this out. We can tell, uh, tell me how you truly feel. I, I, I'm gonna do this sort of very, very abridged, but like Sean, as you know, I I am known for being an extremely ambitious individual who also, um, especially when I first meet people, 
I I give a very strong impression. Um, you could say that. Uh, people remember me. They talk about me. It's very weird. They put me on a strange little pedestal that I never fully understand. Um, and it like it feels nice. It feels pleasant, but feels wildly undeserved. Um, and, but it it it's a constant thing. Um, and, but it's like. I don't know, man. Uh, when Togo is here talking all about that, and it's like, yeah, it feels nice to like for people to think that that you're special and uh and and different, and for you to make such an impression on them. But also, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Uh, this show has has resonated with me in in very specific ways that doesn't happen with almost any other show. So that's been interesting. Anyway, let's keep going. So I uh, think let's... what this means, uh, <laughs> I do believe that these complex feelings that you have directly correlate with your unresolved feelings with your unborn sister. Oh, yes, yes. You found him. You found me out, Doctor. Uh, all right, whilst going back up, uh, cynical <laughs> anti-weed. that uh, uh, sturdy exterior. <laughs> bring up those sundere walls of Remington. Let's bring it forward. <laughs> it's just going to be cold, calculating, and critical from here on out. No more goofs. We've gone too much to the soft, squishy thing within, and we've got to lock that shit away. <laughs> so uh, let's so talk about the cute, <laughs> emotional uh, girl love uh, show, Rem. Yeah, so episode four... Uh, there's some like plans for uh, oh well, yeah uh, Toko wins uh she she wins as everyone assumed that she would uh no no surprising twist or anything it's like yeah she was the favorite and she won that makes sense uh, episode four um th there's the council talks about uh the school festival and maybe doing a play or something they do some paperwork uh Toko and you stay late uh they end up uh kissing where you is like I'm down to kiss but also. I still don't think I love you. <laughs> um, which is, it's fascinating because it's not, this isn't, I want to make it clear. It's not that you is a tsundere. It's not that she's saying, oh no, no, but actually is feeling yes, yes, yes. It's that she's interested, but not feeling it. Yeah, like uh, she's leaning more kudere if you're going to give her a dere type than anything. Yeah, it's it's like she she's interested, but she doesn't feel anything, and she wants to feel more than she does. Like she wants to care on the same level that Toko does. She just doesn't. Um, and while they're doing that, uh, one of the other council members, uh, Maki, uh, sort sort of sees and is like, "Oh shit, uh, stuff's going down." Uh, Maki will later have a conversation with you in this episode being like, hey, yo, so I just want you to know I did see, but I'll keep silent. And we get some backstory on Maki that's essentially like, he he just enjoying being a, a spectator and and helping out where he can. Not super intrusive. Not a creepy kind uh, of spectator. Anything. Like as in yeah, just no, like just, a, a, a casual observer. We do not yeah, mean like, that like he- Yeah, like people watching. Yeah. <laughs> we don't mean that he's like in the corner of every shot going like, yes, yes, please. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's more wholesome. It's just like, Oh, good for them. I hope things work out between them. It's like that, right? Yes. Um, we, I want to uh, emphasize that this is not a creepy show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, episode five, once again, pretty straightforward. You got some, like, midterm stuff. Uh, Short wrote uh, a novel. Uh, 
you have some studying, but library studying with Toko and you, which eventually as midterms get closer, library's too full. So they go to Yu's house, uh, which Toko is like, oh my word, I am in her house. Right? Just very flustered. Uh, and apparently Southern. Um, <laughs> then... <laughs> Because as we all know, uh, all Japanese schoolgirl lesbians take on a southern accent when embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they. I don't know if that joke can stay in. Dylan, you should probably cut that <laughs> joke. That was a bad <laughs> joke. They, they, they sort of stay, uh, like, Toko gets real flustered, and you is like, it's okay that you're flustered, but once again, I am not. <laughs> like, and it's so interesting, because... It's so hyper-specific, but I have been in this position, and I know how, like, complex it is, because it's not a lack of interest. The interest is there, but the feelings aren't as much. Uh, it's a very interesting, unique dynamic that this show captures very well. Uh, and this episode ends with Toko, uh, getting a cheesecake recipe from Yu's sister, uh, because Yu loves cheesecake. I mean, who doesn't, though? I mean, come on. Who, uh, oh, man. Like... Audience, uh, frankly, audience. when I saw this moment, I was offended that uh, that you've never made me cheesecake to show your love for me. I mean, I've bought you a pizza, Remington. <laughs> oh God, oh, we're back to that. That that that's a Twitch saga. We can't. Have we even talked about the pizza? Uh, oh God. Pizza hey, on the podcast? tune into no. No. tune into our Twitch to figure out what the fuck we're talking about, or our Twitter. Hey, it's everywhere except right here. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah. But... <laughs> how does he do it? So subtle, so <laughs> casual. Um, uh, but l let me just put it to you this way, Remington, uh, and anybody who happens to be listening to this, all, like, six of you, uh, because we lost all of them in the first half. Um, yeah. If you want to me to, like, if you want to seduce me or trick me into your suspicious white van, just show up with the cheesecake, and I think that'll work. <laughs> how, how, how can how can one resist? Like, it, it's just the miracle food. What what, what kind of cheesecake? You, you go on strawberry cheesecake? You go on uh, basic bitch cheesecake? Go on a little chocolate cheesecake? Ah, uh, see, like, I like a good tuxedo cheesecake. So, you know, it's got a little Ooh. bit of that vanilla creaminess, but a little bit of chocolate for bitterness, and maybe, like, a coffee dusting would be kind of nice. You know, I just like a okay, little bit of variety okay. in my cheesecake, you know? Because, I mean, while New York-style cheesecake is really, really good, and especially depending what toppings you throw on, actually mixing up the formula and going a bit more interesting with it is a real surefire way to get you in uh this has been our uh new cheesecake review podcast uh <laughs> the cheesecake cast and uh we'll be back next week with more uh cake uh content as it were <laughs> perfect perfect but more about uh the anime room because there's I, I i don't know if there there's a lot more to say we we've covered the five episodes um i got emotionally called out a little bit uh both for how I engage in romance, but also just how I exist as a person. Um, it's it, It's been a, a journey. I would strongly recommend that people check this out. Well, then I uh, suppose the next question to ask you is, any idea what the mal score for this show could possibly be? Oh, see, okay. So the show isn't horny, which will lose it some points. It shouldn't lose it some points, but the weebs. Uh, but it's also like really good. All right, I'm going to split the difference between my two possible guesses, and I'm going to say eight even. A nice even eight, huh? Yep. There, there's a part of me that thinks it could be a bit higher, part of me that thinks it could be a bit lower. Just splitting the difference, going right in the middle, going eight. And before I give you the answer, where would you personally put it? Because this clearly has had a resonant uh, effect on you. Uh, I think that this show, it's, it's probably like a 7.5 to an eight. Um, 
for my personal ranking. Although with the asterisk of some some moments uh, hit me like like a sack of bricks to the eyes. Because that's where usually <laughs> that people common, get hit. That with common sacks of saying, bricks. you know, <laughs> that common saying, sack of bricks to the eyes. <laughs> Oh my Christ! Uh, so really, the bricks truly fell from your eyes at that point. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, Rem, you're actually not too far off. Uh, weirdly enough, not a super high uh, user review on Mal. Uh, it only has eighty-eight thousand two hundred ratings, uh, which is really low considering how good it is, and it's sitting nice and yeah. pretty at a seven point nine two. Oh, guys, guys, check this out. Do it. It's like, oh man, it is. I, I'll be honest, I guess if you're looking for the basic anime romance tropes, like, you're not going to find them here, but that's what I love about this show. Yeah, some of the most negative reviews I read on this show were that nothing happens and it's boring. Uh, oh, God. Which, if... I, I don't know, I guess I've always been so engrossed in, like, the humanity of things, uh, as I've talked about before, and and this, it, it just explodes with humanity and emotional sincerity yeah no so people who make reviews like that are kind of missing the point of the show unfortunately like don't get me wrong if if you want your standard like tsundere uh oh no i don't like you but i really do and that goes on for uh, 29 episodes and then another season of the exact same sure that'll be more dramatic and crazy and there will be a lot more hijinks uh but if you just want like some emotionally nuanced and complex and mature characters engaging like this is the most invested i've been in possibly any anime romance um there there might be some that beat this one but i was very invested and a part of that is like the stakes aren't ridiculously high but i care about them because they feel real and it helps you really deeply connect with your inner soft squishy thing which rem i I, i've already been vulnerable uh this episode uh I am I am as stoic as a a bag of bricks, <laughs> possibly to the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> just a whole Home Alone two to the face. Uh... Here, one sec, one sec, just to finish the sort of like emotional dissociation. Hey, Yugs, like a bag of bricks to the eye, Yugs. All right, cool. All right, we've <laughs> we, uh, we've, we've removed all sincerity. Much. We've removed all vulnerability now. Um... <laughs> Well, then I suppose there's only one thing uh, left to ask, Rem. Any chance you'd want to sit down and watch a little bit more Bloom into You with me? Uh, I, I, I would, Sean. Uh, I, I, yes, I would. Fantastic. With that, thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. If you enjoyed Remington burying his chest and other unmentionables, then please head on over to Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher and leave us a review. It helps us so much. You guys have no idea how amazingly impactful your reviews are, and we do read every single one of them. And if you'd like to support us uh, in another facet entirely, we do have a Twitch channel, uh, twitch.tv slash animeoutofcontext, where we will be playing a lot of variety content, including getting very angry at each other for really childish, stupid reasons, because... You know, we're adults. It, that's how we should uh, handle our issues, is by <laughs> angrily playing video games at each other. Exactly. And if you'd like to support us even more directly, more than the Twitch, more than the reviews, then you can head on over to patreon.com slash animeoutofcontext, 
where you can gain all access to all kinds of lovely bonus content, including having the opportunity to have Rem horribly butcher your name. So, Rem, who are we thanking this week? As always, I'd like to send our regards to our bland bitch protagonists, as well as our magical girls, who we really appreciate. But moving on, we get to the Yandere waifus, who are making us look deep within ourselves to the emotional truths we didn't want to face. And on that list, we have Xerix, Walk Me Home Gently, Try to Collab with the Podcast, Are We There Yet?, Trenton Towers, Totally God, The World Shall Know Propane, Sorry Mother, Scizorum, Silent Secondary, Sean Aragay Week 8, Dandy Boy Adventures Like Mother 3 But Porn, Scoopy Loopy Boopy Doopy Hoopy Goopy Oopy, Sarah Birch, Sammy Pritchard, Salty Pretzel, Sequoia Fay, Remington Connoisseur of Anime Titties, Remington Merrill, Rem You Better Respect Banana Fish, Rem My Dog Died, Let's Go! If you're wondering why I'm not reacting to this one, uh, next week, the order is fucked, I, you'll get your reaction next week. Uh, Rem You Failed the Name Pronunciation Test, Rem Wants to Be a Weiss Schwarzmeister, Redneck Weeb, Ready to Be Isekide, Rabbit Valor. No, I can't possibly say this name on the podcast. I'd rather watch every episode of Conception than read this name. Nami's favorite swimsuit is a one piece. Please help me. Matthew, my brother unironically likes SAO drum. Matt, I swear that's not my Joey Wheeler Doki Makra G. Makachop 92. Mauna Pug Tears. Luke Offenberger. Lonely Geek 23. Let John pick the next tears thing. He, he's going to refuse this week just like he refused next week. Uh, just <laughs> Quill. Time is a little fucked for those. us, isn't it? <laughs> Juan Haritos, uh, Jax, Jack of Spades, I'm Die, Thank You Forever, Ichigo Sip 015, Hey Daddy, Did You Hear About Rem? He's so poggers, Hanakawa, Glenn Michael Dolan, Ghostly Bishi, I Need More Joey Wheeler in My Life, uh, Fuck of Love Foxen Boy, Fern the Sandwich Man, Farmer Weeb Wants and Joey Wheeler, Hey Yugs, If You Really Are a Man, You Should Grab a Girl, Grab the Girl You Love and Run, Erica P, Dixer Soak You, OMG, When You Hold One in Your Hand and It Starts Switching, It's Like It's Nuzzling You, God, that's, Dark With Light, That Still Hurts. Yep, DarkSwarm713, Danny Morbido, Corey Des69, Shy900, Christian Crawford, Cheese Walrus, Baby Bun, Ariel Bird, Apostle of the Church of Remington, Anime Duck, Andrew Sinclair, Andrew Rauke, Elise Howard, Alexa Hickman, Alexander Nazi Insenio, and Albert Avila. Thank you guys so, so much. We move on. We reach the Boy Wizard tier hanging out at Hogwarts. Uh, and now... We're, we're going to sort of make an acrostic. Um, so we're going to take all the letters of Harry's name uh, and his middle name because we'll need it. So Harry James Potter, every letter and everyone will get something from th their letter. Um, My but God. to make it more interesting. Um, can you? Can you? I don't know if you can. Well, uh, great news to some of you, bad news to others. Wolf, you have the letter H and for that you get... Hey, Yugs! Oh, Jesus uh, Christ. Richard Whittington, you get the letter A, so you get Hey, Yugs! No, no, <laughs> no! <laughs> Rare Country Roads is the best Ghibli movie, fight me, Kumiko. You get the first R, which is Rutrow, Yugs! <laughs> oh, I, I hate this. I hate this. This is awful. <laughs> Uh, Bilkster, the Simpo Gear Advocate, you get the second R, which is Rock On, Yugs! Oh, uh, MT the Poet, I'm so sorry to everyone. MT the Poet, you get uh, the Y, which is Yugs! <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is, this is so, so shameful. Uh, I'm so We're looping sorry. back to the first part of this episode. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Miguel Delion, you get the, the J, uh, in, from his middle name, and for that, you're gonna get j just joking, Yugs! No homo! Well, it, uh, I don't... 
Rem, this is a Pride Month episode. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Joey isn't gay, and he doesn't want to pretend that he is. Uh, he's obviously an ally, though. Um, I This is a fucking mess. Uh... That was Miguel, right? Yep. Uh, Kira is best girl, and Remington needs to know this. You get the the A in James, which is going to get ah, Yugs. It's it's a VTuber reference somehow. Uh, Kazumarako, <laughs> you're getting Kazumarako. You're getting the M in James, uh, which is going to stand for my God, Yugs. It would be so much better if this were funny. <laughs> uh, I. I live in Ogden, yes, that one. You get the E in James, which is the existential crisis I'm facing right now, Yugs. Uh, I call Bonjour Daddy. You get the S, which stands for suffering succotash, Yugs. And Ada is a ball of sunshine. You get the, the P in Potter, which is piss on my bricks and throw them in my eyes, Yugs. Oh, Ram. <laughs> People pay money for this. I'm so sorry. Uh, that was Hanada as a Paul Sunshine, I think. Enrique Perez Torres, you get the O in Potter, which is, oh my god, Yugs, my sanity is quickly degrading. Uh, DJ hires or hears, you get the first T, which is. Grab. <laughs> think very carefully. Tony the, the, Tony the Tiger thinks they're great, Yugs. Oh, God. Dedicated sadist, you get the second T, which is. Tony the Tiger was actually lying, Yugs. You can't bring uh, Tony the Tiger twice in a row. <laughs> this is the single worst. I'm going to be I've worried he's going to show up a third time because the rule of three of comedy is a thing. Uh, Declan Des 13707 Zaharia, you get the, the, the E, which is going to be everyone loves inappropriate Joy Wheeler, right, Yugs? Uh, and last but not least, we have Darth Pikachu, who gets the final R, uh, who, and, and you are going to get, Rutro Raggy, you thought it was going to be Tony the Tiger, but it's Scooby-Doo again, Yooks. I'm is, so sorry. Uh, it's the worst. This is so bad. It's, this is so right. bad. <laughs> hey, but now we move on to the Chef No Musco tier. Uh, the Cory in the house. Hell yeah. Um, oh, fuck. I don't know, Sean. I'm fucked. Give give them something interesting. Give them something interesting. Give them yeah, something interesting. Know. After that, <laughs> after that, you're gonna toss it to me. <laughs> yeah, but this one doesn't have to be Harry Potter related. It can be anything. If it can relate to the episode, like flowers or like wholesome lesbian romances. I don't know, dude. <laughs> let me I just, let my me brain just reach into my deep stuff. sack of wholesome <laughs> lesbian romances and I will toss it out their way. What the fuck are you talking about, Remington? What the fuck? Okay, sure, sure, sure. We need something good and wholesome. Uh, let's see. Nice, wholesome. Uh, shoujo? Hmm, let's see. Uh, Remington, give everybody a... Oh, no, okay, I figured it out. I know what I'm gonna do. Okay, good, because I was struggling. I was rapidly Googling shit. <laughs> All right, uh, so for the Chef No Musco, Corey in the house here, uh, I, I've come up with this immediately. Um, there you was know no he's going to keep all about. that shit in, don't you? He shouldn't. He shouldn't, he shouldn't. but he's probably gonna. Um, uh, so you guys are all going to get fragments of, of poems by the great Sappho, um, who, you know, was totally, 
totally straight, obviously. Um, how could anybody mistake it otherwise? Uh, so Zachary Shirley is open all eight inner gates and seven heavenly breaths unless there's a revisit to Haikyuu. Uh, well, Shirley, and you know what? Uh, it's gonna be easier to give you guys fragments than whole poems due to the page I'm on. So that's what you're gonna get. Uh, Shirley, you are getting the fragment. Come now, luxuriant graces and beautiful haired muses. Uh, absolutely lovely. Uh, uncreative Cretan, you are going to get, um, oh, weep for Adonis. Uh, so, so weep, weep for him, uncreative Cretan. Silicon Spectre, um, you get Eros, giver of pain. Uh, the emotional truths, uh, the, the love, yet, the, yet the internal pain. Uh, Peter Maciel, uh, you are going to get, uh, honestly, I wish I were dead. Uh, <laughs> And last but not least, my dear old mum is going to get the, the fragment. I have to be careful with this one. Uh, but come, dear companions, for day is near. Okay. Uh, and there, 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 there we go. Okay. Um, so, some, some of the lovely poetic fragments of, of Sappho. Now that I am um, about two shots into the Patreon. Uh... <laughs> if you guys would like to contact us, whether that's for a comment, question, feedback, or recommendation, tweet us at AnimeConPod, email us at AnimeOutOfContext.gmail.com, um, subject heading A Ugs. Um, I'm so sorry. Don't do that. I'm so don't, so no, sorry. Don't, don't, don't listen. Sean, end end this episode. Yeah. End our misery, please. I, I'm gonna put you out of your misery right now. Let's go behind the uh, convenience shed that we have on our school property. Uh, and with that, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. We love you very much. Happy Pride Month, and as always, don't fuck your sister. <laughs> I'm down to fuck Joe Rogan, but also I still don't think I love you. If you want to seduce me or trick me into your suspicious white van, just show up with <laughs> Japanese schoolgirl lesbians and I think that'll work. Why does every Japanese high school have a weird ass Joe Rogan? <laughs> <laughs>